Hi, my name is Andrew Coles, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Wholly Owned and Operated, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles, with over 60 years of combined Catholic experience and a couple of degrees. My parents walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, science, and faith, and many songs which they leave for me to find on the web and add to the podcast. The podcast is unscripted and unedited, but I sometimes wonder if they should at least have a cough button. Being unscripted and unedited, you get to hear them the same way that I have for my entire life. They pull no punches when telling you about where they've stumbled in the past. Many stumbles you can probably relate to. I'm glad you get to hear just a little bit of what I have learned for almost 16 years from my mom and dad. So, without further ado, from Holy Owned and Operated, here's On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast with my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Jesus, for all your blessings, for your sacrifice, for your love. Help us to imitate your love for us in our own marriage and our family life. We pray for our listener as we talk today and um, explore the depth of your mercies in the in the church's teaching and and practice of marriage preparation help us to say what you would have us say and our listener hear what you would have them hear holy family pray for us for these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Spider, you're such a good girl. You're a good prayer. All right, you hold down the fort, okay? All right, Momsicle. All right, Popsicle. So... Which way, Jose? We'll go this way. Okay. Away from the loud lawnmowers. Hmm? Away from the loud lawnmowers. Can't hear you. The lawnmowers are really loud. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, marriage. Marriage is what brings, brings us together today. Actually, marriage prep. I think we've ta- have we talked about marriage and married life. We talked family and praying. Yeah, and... we praying for our spouse and things like that. But we, I don't know that we've ever talked about marriage. marriage. Um, well, that's good. We can talk about so marriage, marriage prep, and then yeah. we'll talk about marriage. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah. I think that's Probably the best order of things because you know it's it, it's all about getting things in the right order. Um, you don't want disorder in your life because that's what sin is sin is is being disordered so so let's get in order and uh god's perfect order of things talk about marriage preparation getting ready for marriage and i think it actually leads into other topics we can talk about because in the long oh, run sure. we want people well our, our our boys are in the understanding of the order of things that they need to discern right first discerning to be a man which is a given uh, but they need to discern what that means and become men and and be told that they are men yeah uh, when when the time comes and then after that they discern uh, whether they'll be a husband and dad, or whether they'll uh, be, whether they're being called to being a husband and dad, or being called to be religious or single or, or whatever. 
So there's preparation that goes into preparing for marriage preparation. Really. Right. You, there's you, there's pre-prep. Yeah, you have to have some foundations. Um, so, you know, we'll talk about those, I guess, in the future. Right now, marriage prep is a bit of a, a um, concern for us. Uh, yep. Because of someone whom we know and love dearly. Uh, getting married sooner than she needs to. And, uh, so, brought to mind that we should talk about marriage. Yes. Uh, and, you know, for all for all couples who are discerning marriage, um, there's there's preparation. The the Catholic Church has some formal preparation um, for for marriage, uh, but and it's it's different from wedding prep. Um, yeah. You know, we're not talking about you know picking your flowers or your dress or your colors or your or even the readings you're gonna have at mass and. Yeah. And things like that. Like we're, like we're yeah, <laughs> we're talking about preparing for the sacrament of marriage and the life, the vocation of marriage, yes. and a lifetime together. Right. And I, need, I, I said getting married too soon. That doesn't mean too young or anything. Like no, that. no, no. It means from the moment of engagement to to the wedding, wedding day ceremony. Yeah. So that that time shortened. Uh, you and I were engaged for right at eleven months. Eleven months, yeah. And we knew each other for a couple of years prior to that. Four. And, and our relationship grew from acquaintances yep. to fiancés. Message for you, huh? And wow, my phone isn't on silent. No, it's not. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Rude, but funny. Oh, yeah. Let it go. Um, you don't want me to start singing. <laughs> um, right, so the process, well, maybe we should just talk about the process that we went through. Hi, Margaret, how are you? Hello. Good, we're good. doing well, thanks. Or do you want to just give some options that people might be given by their priest or deacon? Well, I, what do, I don't know what you want to do. I want to, I want to, uh, you know, because the, the, and I can, I'm just going to wind up saying her name, Jamie. Um, I have several goddaughters, so <laughs> some are married, some are a long ways away from that. And... She's very much a, a daughter to me, and uh, the the time frame is squeezed into about six weeks uh, in terms of preparing for marriage, uh, from engagement to um, to wedding ceremony, and and we don't we don't think it's because of you know any. Uh, intimate need. How about that? You know, um, the, the the young man's going into the army, and so they just kind of want to take care of the marriage, the wedding beforehand. So that, uh, well, for whatever reasons. Anyway, so the reason why the church teaches a, a length of time. And oftentimes you'll see, even on bulletins on uh, uh, parishes that say, you know, contact a priest, you know, or deacon, uh, you know, at least six months prior to the, the intended date. Uh, because there is that, that time of preparation. Because the time of preparation is also, and this is what's most important, the time of discernment. Right. Once... Uh, a couple is engaged, that does not mean they are getting married. Right. 
And that's a big, you know, fallacy in this day and age yep. that engagement means we're getting married. Now, engagement means you are discerning the marriage to determine if by this date you are supposed to be married together. Right. Whatever date you and the Lord may set. And it's important in discernment for the Lord to always be part of that discernment. <laughs> it's not really discernment without the Lord. Yeah. You know, yep. It's decision making. Right. And um, and we've talked about discernment before on on previous walk and talks that um, you know it, it's about aligning your will with God's will, um, and and that's. Um, and actually, that is what the word submission means. Um, you're, sub, you're, you're putting your mission under someone else's mission. Yeah. Um, and, and when, when we talk about submitting ourselves to the Lord, it's a, it's not... It's not a bad thing. That's that's the greatest thing is is to be aligned with the right. Lord and His plan for us because He's God. He's perfect. He has a perfect plan, and don't you want to be a part of that? Right. And, that um, and so, so when we talk about discernment, that's that's what we're talking about is 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 with God's help and grace, finding out what His plan is for us and. Um, so, that, and that comes from a foundation of faith, and right. Hope, and and love yep. for the Lord to to trust in His goodness and His beauty and His truth uh, to align our our wills with His in perfect harmony, and that takes serious discernment, prayer. Contemplation, talking with, talking with others, uh, you know, on all sides of the issue, if you will, yeah. uh, so and, that God can speak to you through them. Yeah, and so marriage preparation um, involves being in conversation with married couples, with you know, with faithful married couples who are in line with the church's teachings on marriage and can help lead the engaged couple through that discernment process to to encourage and support and give honest honest mm -hmm. of, of feedback and and truth and and understanding of what marriage is it's a covenant you know and and that's different from a civil marriage contract right. you know in in a civil marriage you can dissolve that because one person didn't uphold their part of the bargain right i'm i'm doing this you know? in exchange for you doing that you yeah do it's that, an exchange so... of yeah. of services and and things like that right. so but a covenant is is an exchange of um, of self. You know, you're you're entering into this this relationship where you become a family member. You you become something dissoluble. Yeah, you you become one right you know the so yes you get you you discern by in part talking with you know truly married people uh successfully married people if you want to put it in that context um you know one of the best things my father ever did for me when i told him that you and i were engaged yeah he looked at me and he said, well, <clears throat> really, truly, this was the best wedding present he could have ever given, actually. He, he said, well, 
I'm not going to give you any advice because obviously I'm not very good at being married. Mm -hmm. and he'd been married for 12 years. And then subsequently divorced. My, my mother and he got divorced when I was about six. So, um, the, you, 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 you can't get your advice from people who are not good at it. They can't give you what they ain't got. Right. And I remember, you know, coming back, working for the radio station, uh, and telling everybody, hey, we're, we're engaged, and i never forget Kathy coming to me, who, no word of a lie, was about 33 and had been married five times. Gosh. And she said, oh, Christopher, we should have, we should have lunch. I got some great advice for you. <laughs> and I remember right there in that hallway between two offices saying, <laughs> Kathy, you ain't got nothing I want. There's nothing you can tell me. I can't have lunch with you. I, I, I can't because anything you tell me is not going to be what I need to know. And that, that may sound harsh, but it's true. It's true. And she kind of looked at me and said, yeah, yeah, you're probably right, you know? Yeah. It was just obviously yeah. right. And so when, when you get engaged and people say, oh, that's great. That's awesome. When's the day? You know, I, when, when Jamie told me she was engaged, I said, I'm very happy for you. I know this has been, you know, you've been growing and, and, and learning and stuff. I said, and I grant you and give you wholeheartedly mine and Beth's blessing on your engagement. I said, we're holding off on blessing the, the marriage because it's not time yet. And she had told me they were on an accelerated time schedule. They hadn't come up with a, a date yet. But I said, part of that process of us being able to be confident in, in supporting you and you making the right decision is that discernment process. So, Hi there. Howdy. Um, and she understood that. Well, we have a wonderful relationship where, you know, she she calls and knows that I can be frank with her. Um, and so, you know, we we give our blessing on the engagement and offer to, you know, pay for every possible marriage preparation uh, process that the church may offer, such as engaged encounter, uh, sponsor couples. Yeah. The focus test, right? Yeah. Because, um, you know, I had never been married before, and I didn't want to get married again. Yeah, me so neither. Yep. I knew I, my training needed to be <laughs> needed to be good. Yep. And spot on. And so we took advantage of everything that we could take advantage of. Yeah. Because I grew up, obviously, as my father, so... <laughs> pointed out, I had grown up with an incorrect, hi, hi there, uh, understanding of what marriage was. Yep. And since he couldn't teach me and hadn't taught me, <laughs> yeah, you know, I could learn from your folks, which I did. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, but there was more learning to do. So that's why it takes time. Yeah. And God's delays are not his denials. No, in not fact, at all. His delays are always the the, the right thing is done. The yep. right thing happens. The right thing is decided upon. Yep. And, and acted upon. And, and, you, and acted you, upon, yep. You know, the the Just think for a little while about those decisions, the kind of major decisions that you jumped into and did on your gut instinct or just on a, you know, what your emotion was at the time. And how many of those turned out well? Right. You know, how many of those did not have regret come in later? Right. You know, buyer's remorse and all of that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The, you know, the, 
delay of a decision is almost always positive. Yeah, well, the, if a decision has to be made right away, then the, the decision, my perspective should always be, then we're not changing anything. Right. Um, and because if it's a good deal today, it'll be a, a good, good deal, deal tomorrow. tomorrow. If, or, or six months from yeah, now. If, if in the case of a good idea today, marriage. it's a good idea a year from now. Yeah. Um, so I'm reminded of uh, Bob after, uh, yeah. after mass. Gosh, right. 12 years ago now. Yeah. You know, they, he and his wife did sponsor couples and as do we and, and he um, after mass he came up to me and we were all just talking outside and he, he said well Christopher we failed and I said you failed? <laughs> I mean, Bob doesn't fail so right I mean, what, what do you mean, mean? Bob, you failed and he said well the couple that we were doing sponsor couple with decided not to get married and I looked at him and I said wow that's awesome that's a success that's a win he was looking at me kind of funny, and I said, just imagine if they had figured that out five years from now, after they'd been married and had two kids. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, Bob, this is a discernment process. That's a, they are discerning whether or not they should be married, and they have discerned. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. You know, hey, buy you dinner? You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, because... We get in such a fog yeah. of love and wedding planning, and yeah. you know, we you know we can't see the warts, and everybody has them, and you know yep. it's easy to put things aside and say, well, it doesn't matter, or well, right. I can, I can or change that person, I can change them, yep. or they'll come around to my way of thinking, yeah, or I'm just going to keep know? doing my thing, and you know, they're right, have to deal with it. and yeah. or. You know, or whatever it is that that you think you can, you know, live with or change later. Those are the sorts of things you really have to talk about. Really, really yeah. have to talk about before you say, I do. And, and when you're in a, in this situation, for instance, a, a mixed faith relationship, you know, one's Catholic, the other one is... Non, not <laughs> non-committal, non non-denominational, has a rough background, and I, I don't, I don't know the young man at all. I no. do know that Jamie has good taste. Yep. Okay? So I trust her. Yeah. And believe that he's a good guy. Yeah. I, I oh truly, yeah. Truly do, and that's why I want so much for them to put the brakes on. Right. So that. They can work the things out, you know, like like you and I did. You yeah. Know? Um, and we didn't work everything out in marriage prep. No, but we not, knew what was not coming gonna to some extent. Put that, you know, yeah. I just want to put that out there. You're not going to work everything right. out in marriage prep. But what marriage preparation helps us do is to talk about things that are uncomfortable and... Maybe just stuff that you don't even think about. Yeah. It okay. Us into the conversation. For for some people, they talk about having kids before they get married. It's just part of their natural, right. you know, conversation. Yeah. For other couples, that never comes up. And then all of a sudden, you're married, and somebody wants to have kids, and somebody doesn't. Yeah. That's a challenge yeah. that you're going to have to figure out and walk through and talk through. And if you don't have the right resources or the right understanding of what children are for marriage, then you may be on a collision course. Right. And one person may, but the other may not. Right. And, and, and you know, you remember uh, Louis, the kid who worked for me yeah. in, sales, in sales, and we were at the company. Company picnic. picnic and you're talking to his fiance. Fiance. Yeah, and they were getting married like in a, like in a week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was very they'd, very soon. They'd been engaged up. for for a, a while. while. Yeah, um, and so you're talking to her. Yeah, and and you ask her, 
how many kids does she want to have, right? Yeah, I think so. Something yeah, and, like that. And she said six. No, she's the one who said two. She said two. She said two. Yeah. So at the same time, I'm talking with Louie across the way. We're just having conversations. Yeah. We're talking, and it comes up. You know, yeah. How many kids? Oh, I want at least six kids. Yeah. And, and I was, oh, that's great. And we didn't know until we got back together and the yeah. car was driving home that we both had the, that conversation. And it and, was a very different answer from him. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, we, I, I know that I mentioned to Louie at work, you know, that result. And, uh, he probably kind of laughed it off. Probably. But, by contrast, when you and I were at marriage encounter, or um, engaged encounter, um, there's the, you know, the session about family and one of the questions that you answer on your own is how many children do you want? And you write it down and then when you switch notebooks and your intended, your engaged, um, your fiance reads, you know, what you wrote down and then you talk about it. So I had written down, I want four to six children, you know, four minimum, six maximum, you know, somewhere in there. And I get your notebook and I'm reading what you wrote. And lo and behold, you wrote four to six children. Mm -hmm. And we were like, I think jokingly ah. I first put three, one of each. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a girl, a boy, and twins, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so the. <laughs> Which we already knew wasn't necessarily unlikely. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. We didn't get the twins, my sister did, but yeah. you know. Um, the. But it was, it, was, it was fun and funny that we both wrote down the same range. Right. Like it wasn't just we were in the same ballpark or, right. you, you know, four, or, or, yeah, or, you know, yeah, sure. right. So, um, so we laughed and, you know, it's just, it's always been a fun thing. And, you know, the Lord saw fit to give us three. So, yep. you know, there we are. Um, so far anyway. So far. <laughs> I think we're past that part of... You know, anyway, yeah, so did, um, uh, so did Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, well, well, yeah. but she didn't have any. Um, so <laughs> anyway, the, Lord said, the I think you should have a baby now. Yeah, well, oh, that's okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so um, so much for getting an RV. <laughs> yeah, nah, that baby can grow up in an RV. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so we do these this, these, these comparison comparison things, yeah. So, um, but you know, if if we had only known each other for you know a, a year and hadn't really talked about family life or anything like that, we're just I'm in love and I want to get married because. Right that's what all my friends are doing or that's what I'm supposed to do after I graduate from college and yeah. I'm supposed to move on with my or life. I've, I've been waiting so long to meet the right person and yeah. now, you know, we finally and met. We've like, met you know, and we just, you know. I understand. Yeah. The heart aches for, yes. for companionship. Yes, you know, but if you don't allow your logic to be a part of that process, then you are abdicating part of your God-given um, gift of humanity. You know, we were made in the image and likeness of God, which means we have intelligence and will. And when we subvert our intelligence to our will, <laughs> usually that's not a good thing. Um, that, that typically means that we're being ruled by our passions and, um, and, and blinded and blinded by emotion and things like that. And it, it's just, it's, you know, and yeah. the, emotions and feelings are good. 
but they have to be in the right, again, the right order. Right. Um, and so marriage preparation helps to put the, put the reason and the logic and the intellect back into the, the right. equation. Right, it puts your feet on the ground. Right, you that's know. a good way to put it. Um, and because you're all up in the clouds when you're, you know, and, and it doesn't, in love. Yeah, and, and it doesn't mean you won't be up in the clouds. Right. No, it not at all. It just means you've got a grounding in reality yeah. and, and realize if it is good, if yeah. it is so good yep. that I'm willing to forego everything, imagine how awesome and wonderful it is if I'm actually ready for yeah. it because I've right. prepared for it. Because yep. we can be overwhelmed with such goodness we don't know what it is and and uh, or, or we're we're projecting it as a certain goodness when it's even better yeah once we understand it right that's the thing it's it's we miss out on the best when we think this is great you yeah. know we're 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 <laughs> we we settle you know you, yeah you settle for what's what's available now instead of instead of growing Mm -hmm. and, and marrying the person whom God wants you to marry. At the, at the time uh, that he wants you to right. marry them. Because, you know, he may want you to marry this person. Just not has, right he, now. He has Just, things he wants you yeah. to know about First. that person. First. All, all, always. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why the, the preparation process is so long. I mean, look at, look at, Joseph and Mary. Mm -hmm. Okay, betrothed probably knew each other really from childhood. Yeah. Uh, betrothed, promised to each other, then betrothed, um, knew each other. You know, families knew each other, very small community and, and, and all that sort of stuff. Well, if they hadn't had this preparation, Joseph being prepared as a man and as a husband and a dad to understand what's, uh, what's all entailed, Mary the same, even though they were both probably consecrated to a chaste and virginal life, um, they they knew that living together was different than living apart. And right. being together, being, meaning one, being together, being one, um, you know, they were prepared by successfully married folks. And, and that, imagine if they had just met in the last year, and you know, <laughs> Joseph said, "Hey, I really like you. I like hanging out with you. You know, you're pretty good at you know macrame. You know, <laughs> um, and that reminds me of my my mom. And uh, in, in fact, my mom wasn't around too much, and so I really like you. And yeah, la 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 and." And Mary's like, yeah, you know, it's cool, but you know, uh, we're uh, we're going to the festival here, uh, so I'm going to be gone for a while. Then we're going to visit family and stuff like that. And, oh, well, let's get married now. And, you know, you know, <laughs> within the next month. Oh, okay, that's great, that's great. And so they do, and they are betrothed, and and Mary finds out that she's pregnant by the Holy Spirit, she goes and tells Joseph, hey, um, I'm pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Well, would she even tell him? Because she may not know, right. with that short amount of preparation, the godly man that he is. Right. You know? Um, if he is or if he isn't, and how much, and all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. What does his faith really mean? You know? So she might, eh, well, you know, there's a doctor in the other town, and I can take care of it, and he'll never know. And then she has a secret for the rest of their marriage that's got a month's worth of foundation on it, and this all gets ugly, and blah, 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 blah. You know, and aside from the fact that the Savior doesn't come into the world, um, you know, the marriage is, a, is, is, is ruined. Because they don't know each other well enough to talk right. to each other. They're not forced into conversations, which is what marriage preparation does. You remember that young couple leaving every time they left our house? Every time. They said, well, you know, we don't like coming here 
because every time we leave, because they had to drive like three hours or something it was, like that. You know? It wasn't three, but it was good 45 minutes to an hour and a half or well, something like that. It felt it was, like three hours. <laughs> oh, maybe it was. One, yeah. of them, one of them lived in spring. That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So, the, because um, when, we, when we leave, we, we don't talk for a little bit, and then we, then we just argue, and we fuss, <laughs> and we fight, and stuff like that. And Beth and I are smiling, like, that's right. That's what you should be doing. You should be, you know, exploring things you haven't they are, talked about. They are engaging in conversation about things that need to be conversed. Right, because they will talk they about will it. They will talk about it later. You know, it, it's, it's good to talk about how you plan on saving money or spending money or earning well, money. Who's going to pay the bills? <laughs> who's who's going to... What's going to happen when who's the gonna, check bounces? Right. How... <sighs> What, you know, the, that is a necessary part of marriage, you know, the, the marital finances. Yeah, the two big you, things that, that, that break up marriages that they'll list for you statistically every time mm -hmm. are money and sex. Yep. In that order. Money's, money's top. Money's the number one reason for divorce. You know. Argument about it and mishandling of it and yep. all that just all that or stuff we're or gonna have joint right checking, checking accounts, account which you're, you should um you know or who's gonna earn what if somebody gets a job who's you know how do we handle that if it's you know in a different state you right know, what, what if i got a great job yeah um what if i'm going to follow you I'll use the military example. Mm -hmm. you know, I've never been in a military family, so I don't know what that means to be moving about. And, yeah. Well, neither have I, but I'm signing up. Right. Okay, so yeah. what happens if I get this great job and then you get, you know, deployed out to Germany and, you know, I can go, but I can't go because of my job or the kids are in the middle of school or. Yeah. What, you know, what, yeah. what happens? How do we, how do we what, do that? What if you go into combat and come back with PTSD? Yeah. You know? Um, or what if you go into combat and come back and I have PTSD because I couldn't deal without you. I couldn't deal with going to bed every night thinking you might be dead. Yeah. Yeah. The, so the, the questions in these conversations, these conversation starters are terrific. And having a married couple or a group of married couples mm -hmm. uh, at your disposal uh, is is absolutely nece necessary. And I, and I know, you know, some people do marriage prep with a deacon in the office or a priest in the office. And I love priests, and I think they, they all yeah. know what marriage is because they, yeah. you know, most of them come from, you know, a, a mom and a dad. <laughs> Actually, I think they all do. They all do. Um, some of them, most some, of them, I would say, probably come from a, a married mom yeah, and dad. Yeah, solid families. So they can relate that from a third-person perspective, which is great. Uh, but if one's marriage preparation only involves four, five, or six weekly or monthly meetings with a priest, it ain't enough. Yeah. Um, and I think any priest will tell you that any, you know, any priest worth his salt and, you know, who's, you know, all about the covenant of marriage, yeah. is, you know, um, that, that covenant is indissoluble. I remember the couple that we were talking to, you know, and they were, one was Catholic, one was Baptist. Mm -hmm. I, I think the young man was yeah. Baptist and, you know. He had given some indications about his misunderstanding of the permanence of marriage. Yeah. And so I remember asking him, well, because this is relative to some friends whom we have. Yeah. So what if you're out on your honeymoon, you're coming back, and you're in a car accident? And you're fine, but your new bride has some serious physical injuries and has some brain damage. And then, you know, it turns out that she's on, you know, she's, she's, she's fine, but she's in the hospital in a coma, 
you know, for a while. And he says, well, I, you know, I'm, I can deal with that. That's fine. I said, well, what if it's a year? And he says, well, I, you know, okay. All right. So, well, what if she never is going to come out of the coma? And he's looking at me while she's looking at him. Yeah. And he's like, well, I think at, at some time, you know, everybody would understand that I'd have to move on with my life. And her face yep. just collapsed. Yeah. And they had some very serious discussions, and they wound up not getting married. Yeah. Um, and that may sound was, really harsh, uh, but here's the thing. If you don't think that through, and you're not prepared to... To, to honor the vow in sickness yep. and in health, you know, that till death, till do, death do us part. Yeah. The, if you're not willing to, to look at the harsh reality that, you know, some people... Because anything, any, anything could be that coma. It doesn't that's have right. to be healthy. It could be, well, we're in debt up to our eyeballs. Yeah. You know, or... Or somebody's have, got can, an addiction. Yeah, or we can't have children. Or yeah. I don't want to move, you know. Right. It, it's what, whatever the, the, the thing is, you know. Yep. Um, you, you, you have to know if there's, if, if there's a limit. And when you're just talking with each other, oh, I love you, baby, until the end of time, yeah. forever and ever, and... Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Well, you know, oh, well, I, you know, I, I love you till I die. Oh, that's awesome. And then we don't talk about it any further. Right. Until some, some, you know, mean, nasty guy in marriage prep like me, you know, <laughs> says, well, what, what, what if? Yep. You know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because those are the questions we're each asking. Right. That we would ask our intended if we had the guts. Yep. And marriage prep gives you guts it does and it gives you tools yeah it gives you the the tools to avoid the some of the main pitfalls that that married couples um go through they and, all go through. and they all go through it but it avoids the um it avoids divorce, okay? I'm just gonna put it out there yeah. because we we know couples who have divorced because of um, uh, abuse, because of addiction, because of finances, finances because of infidelity, um, and and all of those couples um, did not go through what we would consider adequate marriage preparation. Right. They might have gone through some form of marriage preparation, but it wasn't adequate. It, 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 would have, um, it, it, it would have come out if someone's getting married because they just want to stick it to their mom. Right, <laughs> or it, it, and I'm not saying that it would have come out that this person was hiding an addiction right. that they were gonna to continue to hide, right. okay? But, something probably would have come out to give the other person an indication of something being amiss. Um, you, 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 there, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, okay? Right. Um, but the, the statistics of Catholic marriages that are successful are are much higher than the population at large and part of that is the fact that we do go through this preparation process and what we haven't talked about as these really fancy loud cars go by um well, they've fancied themselves up. Whatever. Anyway, um, the 
what, what really holds these marriages, our marriage together, is the relationship we have with Jesus. Yes. And the importance we put on that relationship being the first relationship. That's right. And without without hearing about that, without being modeled that way of life, it's very difficult to come at for yourself. Um, you, you, it, it's, with, with, with Jesus, it's a, it's a, it's a love triangle <laughs> and it's not a bizarre love triangle. No, See, I got the, you got did, you did. It's, um, it's because you and I look to Jesus and as right. we get closer to him, we get closer to each other. Right. Um, and maybe we'll have Andrew put that diagram on, on the site to, yeah. to, to show, show that. Um, it's, and Jesus comes to us in, in many forms. In, in marriage preparation, what I really liked about that is all the people that I met. Yeah. Those, and they had stories of the, the stuff they'd gone through, and, but were still married, that in any other situation would have, or in a secular situation, would have been grounds for divorce. Yeah. And, you know, that was great because I knew after getting married, after the wedding, mm -hmm. you know, we had resources we could go to that weren't, yeah. for instance, my divorced right. father, right. and weren't your mother or father, because that sort of um, counsel can be can be slanted just because your family sure. say, oh, well, that's right. okay. That's right. When, when it might not be. Right. You know? um, so as we uh, grew in our discernment with Jesus at the fore, we learned to pray together. Yeah. That uh, was awkward. That was awkward. Um, and it was awkward for a long time. Yeah. So, Much longer than I would have anticipated or, or hoped, but right. but we forged ahead, mm -hmm. and now we pray together now, all the yeah, time. Now it's awkward it's to not easy and yeah, and it's it's weird and awkward if we don't pray together. So so Jesus, if Jesus is your first relationship, then you will prepare for marriage properly. Right. That's I'm just gonna put it that way. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to separate yourself from him right. in a non-sacramental marriage. Right. You don't want to to label yourself as a fornicator. Um, you don't want to excommunicate yourself from the church, which you which you do if you yeah. get married outside of a church, unless you have the bishop's dispensation, um, whether physically outside the church or in another. Yeah. denomination um, and it takes forever years mm -hmm. to come back into full communion in the church because yeah. you know you have to get married you, you, properly your spouse has to agree to, <laughs> to things and uh, you know in, to some extent it's, it basically become Catholic themselves um, in terms of practice but even if you're both Catholic and you don't get married in the church, yeah, you, you, you you have to go through all that. You have to, severed to be, the, yeah, yeah, you, you're, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why would you excommunicate yourself for someone you love? You are, you are distancing yourself from your first lover, Jesus, yep. for someone who is never going to be God. Right. And you're forsaking everything for someone who, if they loved you, they would say, don't do it this way. Yeah. It, and, and, the, and if you love and them. If you love them, you have to say, if they don't understand what what marriage preparation is or why it's so important, you have to... Pull on the fortitude that, that God gives you, that, that virtue of fortitude, to say, 
this is more, Jesus is more important to me than you are. Yeah. And yeah. that's what it comes down to. And, and, and I want and, you and to know I want him. you to know I want him you to be I want... as important yeah. so important that the three of us are inseparable right and and the the marriage preparation will address that will help in that relationship will help both of you come to a better uh, understanding of how that first relationship, that primary relationship with God will create this sacrament covenant. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, our, our, the our, that, our great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your strength, all your Mind, soul, everything. And then the next one is, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Right. You know, there is a bit of a hierarchy there, if you will. Right. Sacrifice first for the Lord so you can sacrifice right. for uh, your neighbor. And what fiancé doesn't want the best for their groom or bride? And what fiancé doesn't want the best from their right. groom or, or bride? Right. So you you do that for one another um, and and recognize that you don't know everything and and you need the help and grace that the church offers through marriage preparation and ultimately the, the marriage covenant. And the, and the um, church offers this from thousands of years of experience right. and by the uh, by the Lord giving her that authority over the sacrament that he initiated, he, cre he made marriage a sacrament yep. and said, okay, church, you administer this. You tell right. people what it is, what it's, what it's about, how to go about doing it. And uh, if, if we don't, we're, we're not only breaking his rule, we're breaking his heart. Right. And, you know, obviously we can go on and on. Yep. Um, but we have for almost an hour, so. Yeah. It's, it's worth waiting. Yeah. It's, it's time to wait and do this properly uh, for the love of the Lord, for the love of the church, for the love of your intended, for your own self-love. For the respect that you deserve for yourself and that you deserve for your intended. Yeah. It's worth saying if it's good today and if it's going to be good in a couple weeks when we intend to get married, then it's going to be good a year from now when we should get married. If yeah. we should get married. Yeah. Let's... <clears throat> Slow down. Let's do it God's way. Not yours, not mine, not ours. Not our parents. Not our best friends from college who can't wait to be the bridesmaid or whatever. Or groomsmen, whatever. Best man. Let's do it. And let's do it right. So we can be assured of a lifetime of happiness together if that's what the Lord wants us to do. Right. Why do you talk so long? <laughs> Closer to an hour than not. Yeah. Hi there. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> What's her name? Bunny. Bunny? Oh, that's great. <laughs>
<laughs> I can see it. Yeah. White and, white and fluffy. White and fluffy. Hi, Lily Peach. Hi, Lily Peach. That was, that was Bunny. Yeah. Want to play with Bunny? Well, unless you're a play person, you just want to hang out. <laughs> I think I might need a drink before we start yeah, talking I think again. I need to uh, check my sugars. Okay. Maybe grab a granola bar. Okay. Wokel, wokel, wokel. Maybe we could just sit and talk. Why? Patio or something. I like to walk. Yeah. You don't want to walk? Mm, my legs are tired. Huh? I'm tired. I don't know. It's up to you. We'll see. We'll get a drink and then see. I put my sweater away. I can put short sleeves on. Mm -hmm. I can't tell. I think she's doing laundry. There, I think I've seen her go to do oh. but they don't have a. Hmm. Don't have washer and dryer. Yeah. yeah. Possible. Certainly possible. I haven't seen the three cars there. I haven't either. I wonder if one moved out. I don't remember what the other cars are. There was a white one. I haven't seen the white one, I guess. I don't know. I saw her greeting what looked like a dad and a mom. Hmm. Oh, but they were a little old. Oh, they were older than you and me by by a bit, so mm -hmm. they might have been grandparents. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, because we're pretty much old enough to be her parents. Yep. Yep, we are. We are definitely. Yeah. Our oldest is a, is a late bloomer, most of his. Yeah. Uh, if he's, you know, most of his friends who are first first born as well, their parents are a little younger than us. Yeah. Me. You, I suppose, is what I was going to say. I got a nice text message from Dylan Mitchell the other day. This guy, I guess. Yeah? Yep. He said, have a, a few days ago, well, no, have a blessed and happy Holy Week. Nice. And he said, like that. I was like, why are you texting me in the middle of my rosary? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I guess I don't. Yeah. No. I don't. It's Pam, right? In the White House? Is that her yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah. A house for sale? Yeah. Yes. Pam. She mentioned the house to JJ. He said, who's Pam? <laughs> <laughs> the lady who lives across the street but faces the other direction. Flags are all flippy floppy. They're all what? Flippy floppy. Yeah. I need to change it, Mark. I didn't change it for my hook the other day. I think I'll turn off my. Hmm? I think I'll turn off my mic while we're not. Yeah, let's turn off the recorder. Yeah. That's but, easier. Uh, Safe battery. I'll see how the battery is on this. Look without getting blinded. That was a 2.21 mile walk. 10.21? 2.21. Well, Thanks for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, 
effort, and money to create. And we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com. To donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff that we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible. So please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. <laughs>